Welcome to Hindu Insights. My name is Ankur Patel from Los Angeles, and I'm the Director of Advancement for Hindu University of America. With me today is President of HUA, Sri Koyan Vishwanathan. And today's episode of Hindu Insights is on higher learning and its history. So growing up in America, in Los Angeles, I always heard about Christian and Catholic schools. And more recently, I learned about great Hindu places of learning like Nalanda and Dakshila, which were actually greater than Alexandria or any contemporary European university in that era. But Kalyanji, how did they start? What's the story behind them? And can you share a little on the history of higher learning? It's a terrific question, uh, Ankur. So, you know, uh, for our audience, uh, we should know that uh, the, the great places of Hindu learning uh, which existed in India from as far back as the 5th century BC, uh, at least, right, 6th century BC and so on, uh, as far as we know, are centers of learning like the Takshashila, which was actually somewhere near uh, Islamabad, today in Pakistan, ancient Gandhara. Uh, it's one of the most famous universities uh, of that era. Uh, you know, it is very famous for uh, Chanakya, who lived there and taught there and wrote the book Atta Shastra. And some of the other uh, contemporary universities are uh, Nalanda, Mithila University, uh, Ratnagiri, Odantapuri, Somapura, Mahavihara, uh, Sharada Peet, in, uh, which is today in Pakistan. Uh, at least Pakistan occupied Kashmir, Jagaddala in West in Bengal, uh, Nagarjuna Konda in Andhra Pradesh, Vallabhi in Gujarat, of course, famous ones in Varanasi, Kanchipuram in Tamil Nadu, uh, and so on. And these are some of the very famous universities of the ancient era. And, uh, uh, you know, you get comparable institutions in Alexandria, in uh, Northern Africa, and of course, you hear about the Platonic Institutes in Greece uh, and so on. Uh, but it's many years later that you get institutions of higher learning in Constantinople, for example. But the modern universities really had their origin in medieval Europe. Uh, you know, you had to come as far uh, forward as 1080, 1100, 1282. Encounter universities like uh, University of Padogna, uh, Oxford University, Cambridge, and so on and so forth. Now, in this era, most universities were Christian in character. Their learning was centered on uh, the Bible. So, uh, you know, it was not until the Renaissance era that uh, the uh, universities really acquired a more of a secular character and started introducing many, many different uh, disciplines. Coming to America, the if you look at the Harvard University, you know, it started as Harvard College in the 1600s. It was dedicated to the teaching of the Bible. And Yale University started as a biblical institution. Princeton started as a Princeton theological seminary. Um, and it's only in the 1800s that they slowly begin to transform into the kind of mainstream universities 
that they have now come to come to be basically so if you go to harvard you see harvard business school harvard law school harvard uh, medical school but you also see the harvard school of divinity you know harvard divinity school so these are the this has been the tra- trajectory of universities now in india most of the ancient universities were completely destroyed by the islamic conquests they were burning for years modern universities in india were set up by the british notably in the year 1857 which is the year of the first war of indian independence that's the year when three universities are established the calcutta university the bombay university the madras university all three are established in the same year and uh, they begin to set up a prototype to the uh, modern university in india so that's a very brief uh, look at uh, the history of universities so almost every university in the united states has a christian ancestry catholic or a protest more more likely a protestant denominational ancestry like for example the princeton theological seminary which preceded the princeton university is a 100% presbyterian institution and the university of denver in denver colorado is a methodist institution and so on and this history can be easily traced for most universities we didn't even touch on jesuits or you know so many other angles within yeah. the christian but then also other religions and other religious judaism uh, judaism has many religions but so now that you have elaborated upon some of this history maybe you want to dig deeper and about people about this history that many people didn't know how would you contextualize hindu university of america within that framework yeah so um, you know it's it's very important to recognize that the uh, you know the, the hindu teachings the hindu thought had a, a place of importance um, of uh, eminence in india uh, for a long time for uh, you know probably 1200 uh, 1700 years if you count 500 bc to 1200 ad that is 1700 years when many of these institutions existed for that long until they were destroyed by the islamic invasions one by one and then the revival of the university system in india happened under the british uh, as per the british imagination so in the university system that emerged in india there was no place for hindu learning at all in fact uh, hinduism was uh, avoided constitutionally avoided from these mainstream universities in india so uh, you know so if you look at what we are doing now in hindu university of america it is an important moment of historic revival of teaching and learning about hindu dharma texts and traditions uh, hindu approaches to the uh, to human life the world around us and so on uh, it's i would say it's a historic moment and this university really ought to have a you know a thousand year future why not right so that is a question if universities have a thousand thousands of years of existence like oxford is was founded 900 plus years ago and is still alive and, and flourishing uh, 
uh, I would hope that Hindu University of America will also have that very, very long term future. I love that sentiment. Again, thinking long term and, and the history that you kind of quickly thumbnail sketched a thousand year history of universities growing and there must have been so much knowledge. There must have been so many scholars traveling the world going to not just the Indian universities or the Bharatiya universities, but all around the world, the Japanese, the Chinese, maybe even all the way to who knows where. And to, to hear that it was burned down systematically and we don't even we're not even taught that. I didn't know that growing up in America. It's 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 a little sad. I don't know. Like, um, but well, what are your thoughts? Yeah, just yeah, but, you know, see, I think uh, well, that's a very important point you're making that, uh, you know, Unfortunately, the, the writing of history is dominated by certain biases, uh, systemic biases. I mean, I'll give you an example, right? Many people would have heard of this movie called The Kashmir Files, uh, which is quite a, a sensational movie in our time right now. But the real scandal behind that movie is the fact that uh, what happened to the the Kashmiri Hindus in the early 90s, they were systematically driven out of Kashmir by uh, Muslims who wanted to claim that region for themselves. It was never discussed, never documented, never talked about in the media. You know, it's al almost like uh, it is a fact of history that historians want to avoid, don't want to discuss. So this systemic bias in history writing has existed uh, throughout the process of writing world history, uh, which in fact was a Western discipline, uh, you know, European discipline that originated in the 1800s. Basically. So, uh, you know, the, the a systematic reconstruction of the history of India from a Hindu perspective, it has not really happened anywhere. It has not happened because, you know, the the universities are supposed to have been the places where this type of uh, uh, historical research, reconstruction could have happened, should have happened. They were, uh, uh, you know, set up to strictly avoid these topics. So, in that sense, I think Hindu University of America has a very important role to play in, uh, uh, you know, in enabling research programs in partnership with like-minded universities that uh, uh, wish to participate in this type of exercise. Looking for the truth. Yeah, looking for the truth and, and you know, gather the proper evidence, and write the kind of history that is yet waiting for us to write. And I think uh, from that standpoint, I would invite all our uh, listeners to you know visit our website and get engaged with the Hindu University of America because it is it belongs to all Hindus and we should all participate in its uh, development and progress right great so this is Hindu insights I'm Ankur Patel this is Kalyan Vishwanathan and follow HUA at study at HUA on social media go to our website at hua.edu join us and hopefully you'll hear us again on the radio. Have a good day.